2: I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here.
1: We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer.
3: You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. you. You You've given me the courage to live more from
1: my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening understand what living awake is hello radiant lights great to connect with you hello in the chat sacred space of empowerment room also my co-pilot co-host and um i'm checkers testing one two three how's the sound everyone hey oh, hello Everybody's getting in the chat. Good to see everyone. Seeing some people I haven't seen in a while. And hello, everyone listening, phone and archives later on. I always like to say hi to everybody that's listening later in the archives. Um, They make up the bulk of our listeners, by the way, so a lot of people can't listen live. Um, But I do appreciate those that are able to. I appreciate all of you, actually. So if you're um, thinking, oh, I'd like to call in for a reading or say hi, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad, and if you're already listening by phone and you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, please press 1, okay? All right, we've got a great guest, second half of the program. Uh, Murray Hidari is back from Mind Travel, if you want to connect with him further, you can go to MindTravel.com. Very cool app, um, and very good for these times, by the way. So um, thank you all for, uh, many of you have been subscribing to my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache. Uh, you can go to Light 21, or Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, or um, what else is it under, just my name, too, Michelle Mache. Find me there and say hello. And if you feel a resonance, please, please subscribe and share. Um, i really trying to extend the community connecting. Um, oh, So many of you have just opened up so much about what you're going through. Um, it touches my heart. I'm going to be answering comments and questions uh, later today, um, maybe tomorrow and uh, Friday also. Got two more pick a card. Got one last week for December 2020. And then also a pick a card that I just, um, I think it it went live today or launched, whatever, streaming now. Tuning into your spirit guide, spirit guide um, through the higher self, connecting with what's missing. What are you missing? What's missing in your life on your path? What's missing? What do you feel is missing deep within you, and what is coming in also? Um, so that was a bit of a soul path guidance. The December 2020 is an overview of what you can expect in 2020 or uh, December this month. Um, the one that's missing was interesting because one, well, I'm not going to say which one, the one soul story stack was missing. I was like, okay, what's missing? And there was just silence and silence. And then all of a sudden I heard, and then I saw in my mind's eye, nothing. And that was the guidance uh, from the spirit guide that we're tuning into, spirit guide. Um, for some, there were multiple guides. through so the higher self was sometimes there's nothing missing. It's just you have to appreciate what's there or it's all coming together. So let me know, and shout out to White Calla Lily in the chat, uh, who inspired me going back to the Pick a Card. I so love them. I want, I've got so many of them uh, planned. There's a lot that I want to do with those. Um, and shout out hello to Tammy in the chat as well, and everyone else that's starting to join to come in the chat. Again, call in number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to get a reading, get on air. Um, Also, you guys, you can join me on Patreon. We've been doing a deep uh, dive into metaphysics. There's three ways you can connect, whatever you resonate. Um, Soul Path Journey with Michelle, we meet monthly for advanced uh, metaphysics and spirituality. We're just starting. We just started in, I think it was November. Uh, October, November, but really November to really start laying down the foundation. And um, I will also be having some of my uh, channeled messages and visions and things like that on there. Um, I kind of got, got the go ahead from the guides and the oversouls that can post there um, that I have been sharing with people for many years, uh, clients, and in smaller channeling um, session, so also love to see you on Instagram, connect with me on Instagram, and um, hang out for a while, let me know how you're doing as well. All right, so beings, radiant lights, um, tuning in today about what to connect with before we get to readings, which we will, so if you're in the queue, press one, please, if you're contemplating it, you're in the chat, or you're listening, whether by phone or internet, that number is 347 Press 1 on your keypad if you're listening by Internet. Um, we have to dial in. So, uh, yeah, I was really getting um, – there's this major enter- – oh, and also on my blog, I forgot to mention soulplayground.life. There's um, – I did the, the December post. It was interesting for the numerology of December. Uh, with the astrological aspects, there's um, in the 527, and basically everything will be made easier. And isn't it always by faith, trust, but connecting to the spiritual aspect of what's going on, the spiritual aspect, and looking below the surface, and trying to get beyond duality. I've been saying that over and over and over. There was really some kind of divisive energy. I've been feeling the energy starting to pick up, and probably that means people wanting to move forward with things, some people very inspired, uh, but some people feeling very held back and a little ticked off about that. So, whether individually or as a group, and definitely with seeing the energy of the new emerging consciousness, which the prevailing energy astrologically is Aquarius and December 17th and 18th we have Jupiter and Saturn go into Aquarius this is just the beginning though I mean well 2021 is really the beginning this we've been really in prep I keep saying we're in the foyer we're in the foyer you know we're in the hallway we're in the foyer Uh, we're going into the little ballroom before we get into the main ballroom right or the small conference room you Know, like at hotels, they have the smaller conference room and then do one big conference room, a big ballroom or vent room. So, really, trying to kind of heed your intuition. And, like, I've been sharing with a lot of my clients, like, I had one the other day that um, just such amazing stuff would be happening for her. But again, we're all being redirected and kind of retrained to. Not try to do everything from the ego. For some people, it's the wounded, the disowned aspect. Some people, it is a healthy ego, confidence. But because the new, I I don't know how to stress this. Just try to get this idea. We've been trained to think things through, to think rationally, logically. We've been trained to do a prescribed way of living, which for some people works, Some people it didn't work or it works so-so. Um, but, but all these kind of pres- prescribed ways, you know, this, think about it, or if you do this or what makes sense for my career now is to write a book. Well, maybe your soul, your higher self, has been telling you it's not about writing a book right now. It's about connecting with more people. Maybe it's about doing a TED Talk. Or maybe you think, oh, I need to go back to school to learn this. But you already have enough schooling or enough training. Or you could just start now. So a lot of these preconceived notions, and this is what Saturn and Capricorn was a lot about, and Pluto and Capricorn, and Jupiter highlighting, a lot of these things that became restrictive for us. Instead of a suggestion on a way to go, it began to be the only way to go. And so you might find yourself doing something differently. I mean, I was thinking the other day, and I shared with a friend of mine, I said, you know, I actually prefer, I'm having more fun and enjoy doing my YouTube channel than I did when I had my television show, Fashion and Beauty, which I love that, and I got to travel and um I got to produce some things, but there's something that's just so me being able to look into the camera and connect with people energetically, etherically, and share my thoughts and feelings, my downloads, what I get psychically, what I'm getting from the guides and the oversouls. And I just look in and it's like just me and you, okay? It's each of us. And then I'm hearing back, you know, the comments and that there's this live kind of connection. Um which I think if I ever do anything else, the live component needs to be there. Even in regular radio, I did a little bit of that. And you know, a lot of stuff is pre-recorded. And so it's the live component. pre-recorded is fine. you know, archive is fine. But for me, as kind of like the host, it's like it's to have that connection um, that live connection right is very is very cool it's very inspirational so it's all inspirational i love it all but there is something about the interaction um that takes place now potentially on social media you know and also people finding each other that's what i'm starting to see and even in my patreon and in my um we did a teleworkshop the other day, uh, or no, maybe it was my tarot, tarot class. It was Zoom. We did a, uh, which by the way, my tarot, I'm bringing it back. I had a lot of requests uh, if I would continue and I am in January. We're going to do a next level. I'll do an intermediate and then an advance. and the next tarot workshop will really dive in on um, still definitions and but get into the symbolism, how it works through the subconscious through synchronicity a lot more focus on spreads and relationships, how to not only read for yourself and others, but about others, what's going on with others, how to get into that. Or, like, you know, if you're preparing for a job or in regards to relationship, how can you get into that space of oneness to either remote view, to take a peek at what's happening, or to peek in to see what's going on with with somebody so you can get some clarity and understanding so that should be fun um we had a great uh time um some awakenings people were there too sue um, was there and uh, and very good actually she's a very good reader (laughs) people that do my workshops a lot of them go on and become leaders i have i don't know i have probably about 10 people over the years that have are doing quite well from um, my teleworkshops workshops and uh, becoming intuitive and that's a natural state. That's, I mean, tarot. There's a lot to it. Tarot is a lot. It's a big bite. There's a lot to learn in tarot. But as far as becoming more intuitive and becoming psychic, and even learning how to channel, it's connecting to that aspect of you. You know, it's finding that portal, that opening, and then you, you know, if you're channeling, you kind of you align to that. Tr- that um, trance, you know, it's the alignment to that upper energy centers. So, expect in December a lot to be illuminated, um, and also you seeing yourself more as your own uh, luminary, your own illumination, your own light, um, lighting your way, or recognizing who in your life lights your lights your way helps you. You know, whose light are you drawn to, and who's who are you dimming? You know, or whose light is dimming? So there's um, a lot that's revealed in December. Anyway, if you want to read more about it, it's um, soulplayground.life. Um, I did for the, the uh, full moon. I'll do new moon posts at the end. This one, and it's very interesting. The energies that I find that are um, keeping predominant. Everyone, you know. With my posts, even if you're not into astrology or you don't understand it, I, I break it down in such a way that it's, I take the aspects, I take what's going on, and I don't even really, maybe I'll say, like, you know, North Node in Gemini, and I'll explain a little bit of that, or the new moon is in, you know, Gemini or something. Um, and we're in the time of Sagittarius. But I really just take the information and distill it. Because so many people that read my blog or watch my stuff, they're not. Some some are astrologers and very into astrology, but a lot of people are not. Um, Oh, Crystal Bowls, Gretman, hello. Just mentioned you earlier. Finally, the last month of the year, and what a powerful one at that, also. Yes, Um, very powerful. The main message, uh, I gotta tell you guys, is really. And and everybody's at different layers and levels, whether it's emotionally, financially, mentally, physically. You know, there's a lot of kind of challenge, limitation, but there's also a lot of opening. We're really all being called to free up, to find ways to have less busyness, busy work, uh, work that seems that has to get done but is not soul-fulfilling. And not really expressing the best part of us or aspect of us, right? the most ideal, there's always going to be to- do lists and things to do, and you know and but if the old way of being, there was a lot of that, you know um, I remember one time I used to do all these errands, and then I just realized like half of it I didn't have to do. Or I could save it up and do it in, like, one or two days, and if it didn't get done, oh, so what? i just either move it to the next week or don't do it. Um, all this kind of running out and, and doing things. Um, Crystal Bulls written in the chat, that would be me, the urge to move forward. Yeah, a lot of people, it's it's there's a soul call to move forward and move forward in a different way and to connect more to your soul gifts and find ways of fulfillment. Uh, for some, it has to do also with monetization, and it's very much that Uranus in um, Taurus. If anybody wants to look up that in North Node and Gemini South Node and Sagittarius, so areas of communication, learning, uh, shifting beliefs, ideas of spirituality or religion, having those beliefs support something more, something higher, something more inclusive, something more just, something more fair. Um, But also freedom is very highlighted. How can you free up to do more of what you really want to do? And also just even free up, it's not even so much that, just free up to have more of the experience of life in the moment. You know, I made a decision a long time ago not to be so overly busy or booked than when I was going places in between sessions or clients or life or whatever I was doing that I couldn't actually stop and say hi to people, you know, or I'm not so overly scheduled, like I go get my chai today, I got my chai at Tom's, chai latte with um, oat milk, that I could sit and chat. I could look around. I could chat to some people there. Shout out to Sarah, um, my Joshua Tree Connection. (laughs) You know, that's quality of life. That's what we're meant to do here. It's not, we're not meant to like, how many to-dos can I get done and how many likes or how much money can I make or, you know, how big can my business be? And so that we're really giving the pause right now to restructure. That doesn't mean you have to, can't be ambitious. In fact, there is a very strong ambitious energy right now on the planet Um and the aspects support this, but it's, but it's an ambition based more on the soul and fulfillment. For some, it's a way to give back, reach others. Um, it's the entrepreneurial energy. You have to think of yourself, you're launching yourself. Even if you're launching a business or consulting or you're starting something new, doing a startup or doing an app, or you're going to a new job, or moving in a new career direction, maybe you're teaching, you're going back to school, or you're teaching, you're launching yourself in a new level. That's what's going to be so apparent apparent in this new age of Aquarius, this because it has very much to do about the individual and freedom and rights and egalit being you know egalitarian that Aquarius likes to level the playing field, likes to widen the playing field, likes to work more on resonance and within groups is that wherever you go, you're, you're you're launching yourself. You're showing up as you. You're not just going there to fulfill a function. You're bringing your consciousness, your awareness, your beingness. Everywhere you go, you are affecting change. You are a causal point like a satellite beaming wherever you go and receiving the transmission of what's around you, which makes me to the point that it's really important starting in December, especially I would say mid on, you know, or third quarter of December on, to be very aware of what are you resonating to and is it supporting where you want to go and what you want to do and how you want to be. And I don't say what you want to be because you're a spiritual being, you're infinite. As Robert Wilkinson, the astrologer uh, from AquariusPapers.com says, these eternals. You know, we're eternals. We're infinite with the soul. So, you know, th- th- stop asking, who am I? Who am I? Because you'll always change the who, you know. But if you keep it simple, that you're this spiritual being, the spiritual essence that has a soul uh, that manifests through a soul, your preference, likes, and how you're going to experience life. Now you can say, well, how do I want to experience my life? Not who do I want to be, because that's a trap. Because then a lot of people, oh, I'm a, I want to be a mother. Oh, I want to be a teacher. Oh, I want to be a father. Oh, I'm, who are you? I'm a student. You're more than that. Those are all the little I am's. But how do you want to do that? How do you want to live your life? That's when we start getting into the spirit realm. That's where true spirituality comes in and connecting to one soul, the individual aspect or individuated aspect of the all that is. So very important to see am I resonating to really what I want and where do I want to go? And that means people because everything is frequency. So if you're not having the experience that you want, look and see who and what is around you. What are you surrounding yourself with? What are you taking in? Right? What are you taking in? Because if it's too discordant. If there's too much dissonance, it's going to muddy up your signal to what it is you really want to do. Many of you are wrapping up learning lessons, karmic culminations and karmic completions. You're moving out of learning lesson relationships, you know, where the predominant focus is learning lesson, not so much about creating and creativity, even if you're really creative. You've been trauma bonding. You've been, with wound, you know, with wound mates and healing through the wound. Now, there's a different thing because we will attract people that have similar wounds, but some people are not living out the wounding. They've handled the wounding enough that that now becomes the creativity. Right? I had somebody comment on something um and I won't get into story on it on YouTube, but I've been there, and that's what I'm going to share. I've been there, so your your wisdom, your life experience, can help someone else out to just have that empathy. Hear me out, you guys. Hear me out. You we don't story is interesting. Maybe I'll share mine more. I mean, I share bits and pieces, but really, it's the vibration. We know in a few words if somebody really gets what we're going through, a look, a touch, a feeling, even through the Internet, even on social media, you know it. When someone says, I got you, or I hear you, or I've been, I know what you're talking about, I've been through it, They're, if they really have, you feel it beyond the words, you feel it energetically. So make no mistake, whatever you've gone through is going to be coming up now so that you can relay it or to help others. Whether you tell them, I went through this too, and you give them a blow-by-blow description or not, or not, that doesn't matter. Just you being there and showing up and holding space, empathetically, as an empath, as a, as an open, more open being, that person will get, that energetic transmission of empathy, compassion, understanding. And within that, hey, you can get through this too. I did. You know, that's all it is. You can see, it it could be a word, a sentence, it could be a look, it could be an emoji. You will know. And that's the transcendent. That is beyond the ego realm. We all get that subconsciously. Or you write something, you think, oh, I didn't really respond that much, you know, I didn't have time. But that person reading that is like, oh, my gosh, whoa, I needed to hear that. You guys got to trust that more. You have to trust more that how you're showing up is exactly what's needed and wanted, is the exact way. Even if you're tired, you're bereft, you're, you feel like you're haggard, you don't have much to give, whatever, however you show up is perfect. You know, what I'm finding is there is no perfection. Just showing up as you is, is, is perfect. So the, there's no perfection, but, there, but you can be perfect just by showing up. That's perfect. You made it. You got here. Whatever you contributed. You know, there is no box to check for perfection. It's just not there. Check off some other boxes, creativity, compassion, love. Trying, I'm doing it. Inspiration, aspiration, inspired action, perseverance. Those are the check off those boxes. The box of perfection is not there, it's no longer there. If you're living from that in the old paradigm of the perfect way to do it or the perfect time to do it, it's about you just showing up and viewing you, being you is perfect and allowing timing to move through. Um, white calla lily in the chat, that's me closing up cycles, karma. No more trauma bond. Yeah. It's very freeing. It's very, it's very cool. I, I I've been kind of seeing it more and more clearly um, where people, certain people are still are living that out or that emphasis. And that's just their timing. That's just their timing. That's, that's where they're at. That's what, Now, some people are having choice right now to choose something differently um, or respond differently or choose. And I feel like it's, all, it's just almost, it's not, I don't know if I'd say intuitive. It's, it's gut. It's, it's visceral. It's really connecting in on a body level where you just don't, somehow you don't have the time or you just don't reach out. Maybe you have a thought, a good thought about that person or that situation, but somehow it's complete. See, in the old days, not that long ago, old paradigm, we try to, well, let me talk, let me me handle it, let me, no. Let things be because things marinate, things cook, things gel. We all have to remember that there's another part of us, the higher self, you know, I would say like the ego part of us, the human part that everybody can see, is like our avatar. That's our emoji. That's the avatar. That's not. It's an aspect of us, like um, like if you're watching a, a video or film, right? The the film you the the, the film is projected on a screen. But the projection is, is not the, the thing, you know. It's like I upload a video to YouTube and you watch it. But if I didn't upload it or I deleted it, it you're not going to be able to watch it, you know. So getting to the substance, getting to cause, causal point. These are some of the things I'm talking about on my Patreon. It's the cause, the co- difference between cause and effect. Moving into the law of rhythm, moving into the universal laws. The law of, of rhythm, aligning to your own rhythm and timing, aligning to universal timing, and connecting into the causal point. And many people right now are living at a very much effect, instead of seeing, okay, what's going on, where is my causal point in this? Because that's all we can really be responsible for is our own origin of, of cause. Even if somebody caused something else, the longer we stay in effect to it. In other words, like if I could be in traffic or I turn down a street and there's all this, they're doing construction, and maybe the one, let's say the street is opened up and, you know, it's blocked off, well, that's the cause of the long line, people waiting in traffic, but I can take the cause and move around it (laughs) or park my car and, and, and walk where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? or turn around or or whatever, or sometimes we're stuck there, but then what do I do in that situation? So one of the things that we're learning on a mass soul level is the idea of restriction, constriction and restriction, that out of restriction or constriction, you can actually still be creative. You can be a cause, a, a cause in your own life. You can affect change in your life and around others and, therefore, the world even if things are restricted or, you know, closed down, that there still is a creative aspect, a creative flow. If you don't overly focus on how things are caught, you know, closed down. Look at all the mask makers. I had a couple, one dear friend of mine who, you know, when this COVID happened, started making masks, and um, she's a great seamstress. And also a great photographer, and uh, KT shout out, um, and she gave some of the proceeds to children's hospitals. So you know, some people are making masks, and then they're you know donating children's hospital or donating to um, what is it, ASPCA, the the animal rescue. Um, so. I don't know, find, you'll feel your openings, find your openings, but try to look beyond the restriction or constrictions in your life, because there is always something there. It's like the little plant that sprouts through the concrete, the crack in the concrete. It's like you've got to grow where you're planted, where you find yourself. And also, it's always going to be some, oh gosh, human high and upsetness on a human level. That's natural. You just don't want to live there. If you if you're in a crevice right now, if you're around a bunch of concrete, and, but you see and you see or feel a little bit of soil, that's where you sprout. If roots could get so deep that that crack becomes bigger. All right, let's get to callers. Three four seven five three nine five one two two three four seven five three nine five one two two. Let's get to our first caller. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air.
0: Hi, my name is Jasmine.
1: Hi, Jasmine. Welcome.
0: So um, I have a habit of impulse spending and overspending. And, mm-hmm. um, like, no matter how much I save, no matter how much I stay within a the budget, there's, like, a wave of, um, you know, impulsivity that just makes me want to buy a lot. And mm-hmm. I feel like I lose control when I do that. And um, mm-hmm. it ends up setting me back a lot. So, my question is, um, what can I currently do to break that habit without feeling like I'm depriving myself of the things that I want?
1: Okay. One thing I would say on my website that I have the five step emotional clearing process that can help you, whether you copy and paste it, the basic one, or get the MP3, okay. that will help you ongoing. Okay. What you could have you ever looked at what else you would use that um that money for? Like a a bigger reason.
0: Yeah, like um I would use it for like, you know, vacation um you know, spending time with my son and, and doing fun activities. Mm-hmm. Um things like that and like just saving to get, you know, a house eventually. Um, and you do have it. Like you have that. a state
1: for a house, a house eventually. Yeah. Okay. So I would say to continue to to do that, and maybe, um, are you trying to put money aside right now?
0: Yes, I am. Mhm.
1: And is it weekly or monthly?
0: Um, it's biweekly. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. And is it cash or is it are you put is it from a checking account? They're going is it like direct deposit?
0: It's um it's direct deposit and I do money transfers online.
1: Okay. And you have like a checking account and then a savings? Yeah. Okay. Can you get another savings?
0: Yeah, I can. Yep.
1: Okay. So what I'm gonna to suggest to you that you have your checking account. Then you have a savings that sometimes you might get into that's attached to your checking account, maybe you transfer. And then you're going to have another account, and you could even only have 5 or $10 that you're going to put a small amount in, at least to start, that's for the future, That's that you don't touch. Okay? Okay. This is a way to start kind of tricking that part of your mind. So. A lot of times when people are overdoing something, it could be, you know, and I'd have to actually have a session with you, I mean, to really dive in and see. Because it can be sometimes out of anxiety that Mm -hmm. people overspend. Um, Sometimes, yeah, insecurity is a way of quelling anxiety even though sometimes people say, "Okay, well, I I need this or I deserve this," that's what I'm going to say. You allow yourself some of those without beating yourself up, like, "Oh, I okay. deserve this," or "I've had this," or "I really need this," or you know, "Oh, these T-shirts are old and I need to get a new one," or "We haven't gone out in a while. I want to take my son out." That's going to be your checking account and the savings account that's attached to that. The other savings account is your emergency fund. Okay. So, and you tell yourself this is there in case anything happens that of a large expenditure. Then you can decide what to do with it later. It sounds like to me that the house is not a big enough reason, you know, or a trip. So, you might have to reframe it and say, This other account, whatever you want to call it, is what if something happens, an emergency that. My son needs help, or I need to go somewhere or do something, or we need to, you know, that, you know. So because I feel like this, some of this has to do with anxiety, honestly, with you. So I feel like if you have that account for emergencies or just in case, what if no money is coming in, there's a little bit there. And you'd be surprised how little on a subconscious level we need. I mean, you may have $100 in there and feel better about yourself or $50, you'll feel like, God, I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. And then if you have to fudge around a little bit, you've got that other savings, you know, that, oh, gosh, I took, mm-hmm. you know, an extra 20 I have 50 out of there, um, but it's okay because I didn't touch the other one. That's going to give yourself a break and, and move out of the shame on this, right, that, okay, yeah. Because start just with this and feel it because it's like sometimes going on like it's abstinence or just jumping in on a very severe diet has the opposite effect, Mm
0: -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm.
1: This way at Mm -hmm. least you can find your way um, with understanding what's going on, you know, with you. Okay. Kind of like having a little slush fund. When you have it there, you know, sometimes, you know, Sometimes having sweets or having something in the house, and then you, you really find you don't want it, but it's, it's there. But you can have it. So sometimes the fact that we can have something and do something takes away the the, the guilt, the shame, the feeling overly restricted that makes us do it. Like, well, I deserve this, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And you yes. do.
1: So you have a little slushy fun, a little fun that you get in there. But there's one that you don't touch because it has to do with big things, emergency, livelihood. What about, my, you know, something I have to do for my son or it comes up. And you don't have to yet name it that it's for the house or things that seem further off. Okay. Okay? All right.
0: Yeah, thank you so Keep much. Keep
1: us posted. Yeah, you'll do it. You'll be able to do it. You just you got to find the okay. right the right little formula for you, okay? Yeah. Hang in there. Okay. All right. Take good care. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. You too. Bye bye.
1: Hi, welcome to Awakening. You're on air.
0: Hey, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing? Fine. Yes, yeah, so I was just like messages from the other side. Hmm. And what would you like to know? What's your question? Well, my question is
0: regarding
3: career, or what is my purpose of being here, or how can I tap into my creative
1: side? Ooh. Okay. Let's look at that. Oh, first of all, I'm gonna suggest when you get a chance go to my YouTube channel and the pick a card that uh, reading that went um, that published today. Messages from your spirit guide. What's missing in Akashic reading and predictions? That's going to greatly help you. Um, okay. Okay. So there's something about mind shift, changing your mind, opening. Um, give me your your first name, if you will, and and uh, or your birthday, your birthday name.
3: My name is Sheryl. Birthday eleven thirty ninety three. My birthday was Monday.
1: Ah, in 1993? Oh, right. yeah. Okay, let's see. All right. Well, let's see what's going on with you. Well, that's why you're asking the question. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you got a little bit of a kind of a researcher mind um Yeah, a lot of you've had a lot of loss, a lot of change. One of the things that's going to help you is not to be overly focused only on security. You need to balance enough of security in your life or feeling secure, yes, stable. And but what happens is you go too much in that direction and you cut off your creative flow. So So I I feel like like,
3: what can I be creative at? Like. I'd be just, just trying to ask myself, like, what is I'm creative at that I can make money doing that will never run out of business? Because at this point, I get tired of working with some people. I want to be able to come up with something I can constantly have a lot of income.
1: Well, you have to ask yourself. See, that's – the thing is, you have to – see, this is a very important cycle for you coming up. Okay, so the thing is, there's, there's basically, in a way, and with that question, two types of people. There are those people that, and I don't feel you're one of them, unfortunately. That's why you're having an issue with this. Um, there are those people that just need to make a certain amount of money. They don't necessarily care what they do, and then they get their fulfillment through other things. This is like the person that's the salesperson, pharmaceutical sales or something. And it's like, oh, this brings me a great income. I go to my trips, my travel. I bought my house. Uh, you know, it's like I like the people. I enjoy sales. And it could be anything. They could sell anything, whatever. So there are certain, amount, certain people that pick something that is good for them financially. Then there are those right. that need to pick something that is fulfilling for them First and foremost and the financial is secondary. Which one do you think you are?
3: Um, I'm more so of the one that like if I feel pressure like I've been feeling for the last two or three years that it's something that I need to do, I wanna do it right away, but I don't know what it is. Like I just feel like this weight, something's telling me to do this, do that. But I don't know what it is. And I'm lost. Well, right. Fine so the thing
1: is, you're the second. Yeah, the thing is, when I look at your energy, that you have to do something that is inspirational. Um, yes. Now, that doesn't mean you can't. it can make money or a lot of money, or if it doesn't make a lot of money, you could maybe have investments or you could make enough money uh-huh. where you own, own property and you rent it out. But your right. soul is calling you right now to do something that's much more fulfilling. So right now, the focus for you is not so much the money. It's what doing what you love and the money will come. That's also Thank your you. learning yes. lesson. Yeah. So yes. do what you love and the money will be there. And right now, it's showing that right now, this is like a time of you to like deep dive into yourself, spirituality, philosophy, research various things. So find out what you are drawn to. Let your Let the resonance guide you right now, Sherelle. Feel where you're naturally drawn because that's where you're going to end up doing well. Not only doing better financially, but also you'll be inspired and you'll start having creative ideas of how you can either maximize what you're doing, amplify it, maximize it, have it grow, or you're inspired to keep...
3: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Now, when you go say ahead, no, find it, now when you say find it, now do I meditate? If something would come to me and give me and some ideas, or so that's what that's another reason why I'm struggling at how to find what I'm good at or what sparked my interest, you know.
1: Well, what interests you right now? Yeah, you do. I what do you, What interests you right?
3: What interests you right? Where what, what are you spending your time on? Working. I work two jobs, so that's in my. Rabbit, but
1: what else? you're not a rabbit, okay? But other
3: than that, well, nothing. I like music,
1: okay. Um, so what I would suggest is you start researching. I know this is going to sound silly and stupid. Research music, nothing. just going online, or you like a certain okay. artist. Research about rabbits. Start looking at your interests now. I'm going to give you a couple things to do. That's one thing. The other thing is I want you, whether you're driving around or walking around, maybe even get out of the car, walk around, Uh and notice what you like, whether it's a person, what they're wearing, how they look, whether it's a house, uh, whether you're walking and you look in in the window and there's furniture. I want you to start identifying, I like that, I could have that. I like that, I could have that. Or if I had a house. See, what I feel is your, your, um, your dreamer part of you is a little bit dented because you've been very focused on, on working a lot and the money. So the part of you that is, is being inspirational and, and dreaming, oh, I could have this or I would like this, it, it isn't as up in your conscious awareness right now. It's kind of buried. So you have to kind of tickle it out. Um, also you could get, go online, look at Oracle cards, you know, go to have, Amazon, look at um,
0: Oracle. I have
3: some Dorian Virtue. Uh, no, Oracle
0: not those,
3: no no, oh,
1: no, no, no,
3: no. I want you to go
1: because you need new, see, you need new insight in, you need new influences in. You're basically not inspired. You're not. You're, there's not enough around you that's inspiring you. That's why you're getting stuck. We all need in additional information. So what I want right. you to do is, you can even Google Oracle cards, see what comes up, and see what you're drawn to. And even if it's something like, "Oh no, I wouldn't normally get that," because there's a lot. There's Oracle card way beyond the Dorian virtue. There's that can get to you on a soul level. Um, okay. There's even so got oracle cards. Huh?
3: And they got to be, and I said they have to be oracle cards. like Because I know they got a lot of the writer's deck and all that other stuff. You know, they have a lot of different spiritual cards. Well, that's you, tarot. That's tarot. I
1: mean, if you want to study tarot, get a tarot deck also. But the oracle deck, there's like, I'm going uh-huh. to tell you a couple. There's the Star Seed oracle deck. Sacred okay. Destiny. Energy Oracle cards, Wisdom Oracle cards, um, Star Seed, Lightworker Oracle, anybody else? Mystical Shaman, Angels and Ancestors. Oh, wow. Whispers of the Ocean, Sacred Rebel, Journey of Love Oracle cards, The Fairies Oracle, many, many more. Gaia Oracle. So the yeah, reason so being I, is I, w- I want you to start getting and do a card a day. You've got to open up. This is what's happening with you. you you've got to open up. Yeah, because I don't um, think my third eye
3: is open either. I don't really think my third eye
1: is open. Third eye, but also to, like, what interests you. Like, right now you're trying to focus on money, then that means just get another job. And that's really not what you're wanting. You want something that's fulfilling. So, you already have two jobs. So this isn't just right. about the money. So you have to start, like, just trying different things, just like a child would, just like a, a, the spontaneity. Try, so, oh, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. Ever. Okay, next. Draw a picture. Okay, I draw a picture. Okay, I don't want to do I'm going to do that. Next, next. You just have to start opening up, and then you'll connect okay. to that part of you so that part of you can start leading you to what it is you really like on a deeper level, on a soul level. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Another one. Yeah, sacred dip. Keep us posted. We'll want to know how you're doing, okay? okay? All, All right. right. Thank you. Peace. I'm
3: about to look up some Oracle cards.
1: Okay, bye-bye. Okay, good. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to awakenings. You're on air.
0: Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, uh, it's the third time I call on your show, and today I have a lawyer appointment for a new project I'm starting, and I wanted mm-hmm. to know, uh, what do you see as positive, negative? Are we going to go through with it?
1: Go through? Okay, what, well, okay, let's see. Sometimes those take extra time to answer, so what is, are we going to go through with what? Um, in reality, are we actually going to, like, start the project? Okay, let's see. And who is this?
3: Uh, Me and my two sisters.
1: Okay. Okay, why do I feel like there's delays or you're not sure you really Hmm. want to do this? Are you not sure or somebody else not sure that you want to actually do this? Uh, Well, we're not sure because we don't have the exact details. That's why we have an appointment today to see if it's actually doable.
0: Yeah,
1: Is it doable? And what's your first name? Maria. Maria. This is actually doable, what they want to do. Well, okay, I I still don't get a clear yet. I get in stages, if that makes sense, in stages. I feel like there's still some things to, like, either hammer out or decide on how it actually would unfold or how it comes together. Um, And is there an aspect of this that has to do with writing at all or publishing or putting something out there in circulation? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so... um, But it is a project that is step-by-step exactly like you said it. Okay. So as long as you're willing, you know, you know that. Let's see. Okay, so step-by-step. Okay, I'm getting... Is there three of you? Yes. Okay, because I'm getting the number three. Um. More Laura time. Well, I see you moving. Fo- I do see you moving forward on it. But like I said, it seems step by step. There's something with writing or publishing. Um, let's see. Is are they going to stay with it? I'm just wondering if you guys stay with it, or maybe two does and one doesn't Staying with this project. Chose to go forward on it. Now, are, are you more the driving force? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I don't know if one or both are a little slacker energy. I think you're the you're the steam and. Um, I don't know that that you guys stay all in it together, to be quite honest. I do see you moving forward I, like I shared what i what I was getting psychically, what it's about without disclosing too much. Um, I think there's gonna come a fork in the road whether who stays, where you bring somebody else in or just hire someone to help you. Um, I don't know. I get your sisters, or one of them for sure. I don't know if they have children or small children or busy. Somebody is. I, I'm getting like lives that wants to do, it, but I feel like they're they're plates full. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's good. It's good. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> You're very welcome. At least that gives you kind of a heads up. It sounds like some of the stuff you already knew though. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs> but it's okay. It's a validation. It's perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: sometimes that's all we need. Like, if I get these vibes right? Is this what's going on here, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. Thank you so much. Right? Have a nice day.
1: You too. Take yes. care. Bye-bye. Thank yes. you. All right, if you're welcome, take care. Um, any questions in the chat? We're waiting waiting for our guest to come on. I don't know where he is. He's calling in standby. Thank you. Okay. All right. Anybody else have a question or a comment? That number is 347-539-5122. Uh, let's see. Crystal's written in the chat. So do you ask for your spirit guides to communicate to their guide to clear the karma? would help relief and moving on when things are between two people. Yeah, you resolve it from what called the inner plane, the higher self, to get to sometimes just getting to an understanding of both polarities, your opinion, your focus, and theirs. And as we ascend or rise out of duality as much as possible, to see, kind of forget that's another term for it, uh, that releases the the effect, the effects that are happening. The sticky glue, the karmic releases the karmic uh, sticky glue. All right, everyone, it is our second half of the program, and uh, we have our awakening dialogue today with Murray Haderi, uh, who's the creator of Mind Travel, an immersive meditative experience that has spanned cities across the world in the form of silent walks and silent piano concerts. I mentioned a bit about him uh, at the beginning of the program. It's a f- phenomenal app, um, especially to use right now during these uh, times. So glad to have Murray back with us. Welcome to the program, Murray. Welcome back.
2: Hi, Michelle. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. So great. love what you're doing, by the way. You've been doing a, a lot um a lot more, at least for a while, you were a lot more events um, mm-hmm. with your app, which I think is pretty cool. For this, um, people are really needing that right now. It's a it's a good outlet for people.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, prior to COVID, I was globe trotting on tour. Um, we were about ten cities into a seventy city tour uh, around the country, and it was just going so well and connecting with people in so many different cities Uh, we were in um, Miami and Biloxi Mississippi and New Orleans and Austin and Mobile Alabama I mean we were just everywhere and it was uh, just so beautiful to bring people together uh, in walking meditation in piano concerts and all these different kind of formats of mind travel and then once COVID hit I came back to, um, back home to Los Angeles, and uh, we shifted everything, uh, Michelle, to virtual, like so many of us, And uh, mm-hmm. but we've, we've continued to offer uh, these experiences virtually, and to my surprise, it really translated quite well, and the intimacy of it, the immediacy of it um, worked really well, and plus the convenience of it, because now... Folks can do it anywhere in the world, anywhere they are, and they join virtually. We do walking meditation together. I walk in whether it's the lo- my local beach or uh, my local park, and everyone walks in their respective neighborhoods, and we all connect through the technology. Uh, the same with the concerts. I I play from my, my mm. beautiful piano in my living room, and people can like lie on their couch and chill out and and really uh, go into a deep reflection through the music. So it's worked really well.
1: Yeah, I love. I think too with um, with some people I know were resistant to like virtual. I've always loved the, the whole digital virtual, but um, I'm finding a lot of people just get get stuff too, and then they can do it later, or they can do it multiple times, right. and in their own time, or they can pop in and out, you know, without being disturbed, so if like they've got kids. Right. And they'll take care of the kids, and then okay, now I'm coming back. So, Murray, I know a lot of people know of you. You've been on the program before, um, but I'd love if you'd give some background um, to what you were doing before this and how mm-hmm. you came up with the idea of mind travel and decided to create um, this type of immersive experience for people.
2: Sure. So, you know, I grew up with music. It was, uh, it was introduced to me by my mom when I was five years old. I played the cello, then the piano at six years old. And by the time ah. I got to high school, I knew that I knew I wanted to be a composer um, as early as probably 14 years old. And I felt like I had something to say, and music was my language. Um, it came much easier to me, Michelle, mm. than, than words did. Um, I had a, I was kind of shy as a kid, and I had I had more difficulty expressing myself verbally um, than than uh, music. And music became my outlet emotionally, creatively. It was an avenue for expressing my imagination, which was quite active as a as a kid. Um, I had a very vivid kind of internal world, um, and so music is what I turned to. I sat at the piano, you know, all the time as a kid, and and, um, and created songs and music. And by the time I got to university, that's what I officially studied. I studied to be a classical composer, and uh, piano was my instrument. And um, but then when I graduated and And uh, I traveled the world for about, you know, a year and uh, lived in Zen monasteries and and, uh, embraced Eastern philosophies. Uh, So those two worlds started to come together. So the world of Eastern ideas, meditation, um, Eastern wisdom traditions, uh, they all started to fuse with my Western classical training. And so when I would sit at the piano... I would explore the ideas I was learning in Eastern wisdom traditions, and and uh, those two uh-huh. worlds blended. Um, then, in order to actually live and kind of pay the bills, I ended up in the technology world, which was just
0: uh-huh. exploding. Okay.
2: Um, it was exploding at the time that I was in my early twenties, and so it was it was uh, it was so it, it was such a incredible time for creativity and pioneering something new and it, it really drew me. It was like a magnet for me and along with my older brother we started a company uh, in, in our early 20s and um, it was just so much fun and uh, we ended up selling that company and, and having just a beautiful ride with that um, and all along the way I actually played music every day. I had a piano in my office as a way to kind oh, of balance wow. the stress, um, yeah. I mean, my my whole staff kind of always knew, you know, when it came to you know about six uh, o'clock p.m. You know, Murray's off in the in the music room of the office, you know, where I had my <laughs> piano, and uh, you know, that's just how I ended every day. And it just always was my companion for just dealing with life, uh, both the ups and downs. And you know, cut to many years later. Um, as an entrepreneur, I was building companies and continuing my music as my personal practice. For me, it really was kind of like my own religion, if you will, like my way to explore um, my inner universe and the external universe and find meaning in my life and deal with emotional difficulties. Mm. And that was really put to the test, Michelle, when, uh, this is now about 13 years ago when uh, the greatest tragedy uh, fell myself and my family where uh, my little sister was killed in um, a tragic accident suddenly and I was actually with her at the time overseas traveling on a beautiful trip in South Africa and it was just a horrific kind of freak accident and um, you know she was she was killed instantly it was just uh, just horrible and I had to deal with the trauma from that, and of course, of course, the loss of and the grief of my little sister, who I adored, as my favorite person in the world. So it was a challenging time, to say the least. And to move through that, um, music became the vehicle through which I expressed and channeled my grief and all that pain. Mm-hmm. And I, I quickly learned that the only way deal with something like that is to move through it, to confront it, to face it, to feel it. Um, The more we feel it, the more we can heal through it, as opposed to what is so easy to do. And, you know, you hear about how people, you know, turn to, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, drugs or alcohol or other behaviors. And, and, you know, to be honest, you can really see why, because the pain is so overwhelming. And, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and it's just, you, you can't, you can't judge that kind of situation. But I can also say from having been through it, that it doesn't help. Um, it, it, it's it's right. a short-term numbing, a muting, yeah. if you will, of the pain. But in the, in the long term, you're just back, you know, back with the pain. And it's, it's always going to be there unless we kind of deal with it head on. So there's no way around yeah. that. Um, I found, you know, you have to move through it and, and confront it. And, and if you do, it's not just about surviving it, but in my experience, um, it, you can truly transform who you are through that kind of pain, because it doesn't just, you know, my heart was broken, you know, it's like your favorite person in the world, the person you love the most Mm. in the world, you know, was suddenly just ripped away and, you know, Mm. that's devastating. And at the yes. same time, while your heart's broken and shattered into a million pieces, um, that, that chasm, that crack in your heart and your soul, um, it also allows for this cracking wide open, your heart, and allowing the light to not just get in, but to shine forth of who you truly are, like the greatest love mm. possible can now be felt because there's an opening and at first that opening is just horrifically painful but then it's Mm -hmm. the opening is what allows the light to get in and out and and then we can really shine as the as the potential human beings that we are and so you know that it took a while but that was my experience and you know, you always live with it, but it, it's something that, it's an energy that can be channeled, and you turn that grief into love, and an expression of love to maintain a connection with the person that's gone, and it's your expression out in the world. And so because music was my vehicle for doing that, because again, let's remember, music is the language of emotions, right? When we don't it's have okay. the words for something, right? When we don't have the words for something, what do we yeah. say? We, we turn to music it's like it, it, it can help describe and express the ineffable and certainly yeah. that kind of pain and grief has no words it's just ineffable
0: that's so right
2: that's, and it helps you move through yeah, it it absolutely does because it, it, it helps hold you um, during those times mm-hmm. and gives you permission to feel it through whether it's you know a heavy weep crying we're just yeah. reflecting on, on, you know, memories and, and, and life. It just holds that space so beautifully. And so you don't have to be the one playing, by the way. This is just listening to music that yeah. is intended for this um, has that effect. So I don't want people to think, oh, well, I don't, play a, I don't play the piano or I don't play an instrument. You don't have to. As a matter of fact, some of my po- most profound moments were going for walks, going for runs, going for hikes, listening to this music. Um, and that combination was so powerful, which is why I discovered the power of these mind travel walking meditations, which I do, because that combination of nature, the healing power of nature and music, and then being in community, I mean, these are the ingredients that heal us.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask you when you said this language, that you knew that it was this language when you were, Younger, growing up, so it sounds like you had that understanding that through music, it was you were communicating something as similar yeah. to somebody maybe talking or writing a a a, a poem or writing a note, mm-hmm. or an email, or having a conversation. Um, Two um Murray is it's a it's a language. Is, is there a dialogue? in the the music with us when we're listening? Is there a dialogue or conversation taking
2: place? Absolutely. I I view, Michelle, everything as a conversation. Um, And Mm -hmm. I mean that both literally but also poetically, figuratively. So the (laughs) whole world, if you think about our place in the world, everything is relational. Right? We're always in relationship with everything around us. Not just people, but things, uh, the planet, the universe. We're in relationship with it. We we only exist in the sense that we're a reflection of other things. And so by nature of everything being relational, that means if you're in a relationship with something, you're in a conversation with it, right? And maybe it's not a verbal conversation, but you're in an energetic conversation. You're in a um, kind of an understanding and a reflection that's going back and forth. So when we look at anything, we have a thought, right? And that thought right. is the dialogue <laughs> that we're having with that thing, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's mm-hmm. speak or whether it's mute. So in music, music is how I express that conversation. I could be looking at the stars in the sky, the constellations. Now, they can't mm-hmm. physically speak to me, but they certainly communicate, yeah? Nice. And so I'm, I'm, having, I'm, I'm in conversation with it, whether it's in my mind or just existentially. And so the music gives voice to what I don't have words with when I stare at the immensity of the universe, right? Um, so, so that's what I'm talking about. That's the conversation that we're in, and that's why the music that I create is truly about storytelling, and it has an arc to it, and, and there's ups and downs, just like there would be in a good story or a good conversation.
0: Wow, mm. oh, it's
1: powerful. You know, it, it sounds like, too, that this could really, for healing, healing, especially at this mm-hmm. time, loss, change, transition, um, but maybe open this up more to ourselves and maybe – more possibilities.
2: Absolutely. I, I wonder, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, where Tell do me insights? It. Yeah, where do insights come from? Where does um, where do new ideas come from? Do they just kind of pop in out of nowhere? Well, some, sometimes they seem like they do, but right. Ins, insights comes from conversation. It comes from being in a relationship with someone or something. And suddenly something emerges. It's an emergent property. Uh, Insights are an emergent Mm -hmm. principle. So that's why when you, you know, say, are talking to someone back and forth, whether it's a colleague at work and you're brainstorming something or whether it's with a friend, you'll have new ideas and new possibilities about whatever it is you're talking about because that's the nature of creativity. That's how it works. Yeah, so when you're in dialogue with the music, when the music is there and you're in conversation with it, meaning that in your mind you're listening to it, and then you have ideas in reflection of that, then new things open up emotionally. Um, it could be creative ideas about your career. It could be creative ideas about your relationship you're in, areas you're stuck in. Suddenly you can find new openings for them. So that's how I use the music to actively listen to my life. Um, And through the music, there's all kinds of openings. But it's, it's this active and deep listening that, you know, just imagine moving through life where instead of imposing yourself on everything and everyone around you, we're actually in a deep listening to everything and everyone around us so you it opens up a world of presence and awareness so now you start to see things you didn't see before hear things you didn't hear before right when i say a deep listening i don't mean just with our hearing i mean with all of our senses including mm-hmm. including our intuition right and and our intuition mm-hmm. is a sense right it's not okay it's not our hearing it's not our seeing it's not our smelling it's not our tasting it's not our feeling but it is a sense and i would say it's an amalgamation, it's an aggregation of all those added to our experience of life that gives us what we call intuition. It's the ability to process and compute in our subconscious and conscious all of this data, all of this information that, that we may be conscious or, or unconscious of, but it's still being processed, and we feel it as intuition. You know, we have neurons, not just in our brain but throughout our bodies, in particular, a huge amount in our gut. And that's why we say, Mm. hey, my gut tells me I shouldn't do this. My gut tells me this feels good, whatever it is, right? That's our intuition. And there really are neurons in our gut that communicate with our brain. And what are neurons? Neurons are the cells that communicate information. That's literally what they are. Uh So neurons are electrically connected, right? And they're communicating information back and forth. Information, like we just said, you may or may not be consciously aware of, but it's information nonetheless. And so now you have this information, you feel it as intuition. And, you know, for people that have a difficult time trusting themselves because of all kinds of Mm -hmm. issues, whether it's self-worth or whether it's self-confidence or whatever it might be, self-esteem issues, it's tough to trust your intuition because there's a lot of fear that comes up. But for those of us that can do the work to trust ourselves, it can become a powerful tool, you know, just like truly seeing something vividly before your eyes. It's another sense to vividly and clearly move through life. And the music can connect us to that space that is too easily covered up by the busyness of life.
1: Yeah. Well, you're just – putting an exclamation on some of the things that I shared at the beginning of the program. And I'm hoping one of our callers, Sherelle, either if you're still listening or when you listen to the rest of the uh, program in the archives, this would be a good uh, tool for you. Cause I was talking about how people, a lot of times, maybe sometimes stuck because they need new influences. They need to open up. Mm. They need to be inspired. And, um, yeah. So we're talking sure. about Oracle Card, but this would be a great um, app to start opening up to really, to really hear, to start that, you know, that listening and hopefully that d- deep listening. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: in fact, you have something, I think on your, yeah, silent walk expansion.
2: That's right. Um, yeah. Oh, that's very powerful. Yeah. I mean, and, and if anyone yeah. goes by the way, Michelle, if they just go to the website mind travel uh, website, mindtravel.com. And if if they just throw their email in there, they will get immediately get uh, an email back with a free download to a twenty minute walking meditation, which I guide with my voice as well as the music, and it opens up a new world it, it just you start you, you will see the world differently after that twenty minute walk and then, if you want to go deeper with the sixty minute version, I certainly invite you to do that but but you know I want to make it easy for people to really kind of tap into this other realm of possibility. And uh, mm-hmm. and, and there, so if they go to the site, they can do that immediately. And that's okay, a so free I'll download, have to so they can enjoy that.
1: A free download, they put in the um, email, and they get, okay, great. Um, yeah, because right now I'm finding uh, there's such kind of on a soul level, this pull, push for, creativity new forms new ways of being people freeing up mm. focusing on their self-expression or soul expression whatever their unique talents and gifts well i keep calling you everybody's you're launching yourself you know it's time to you know be your your own entrepreneur for yourself and your life
0: yeah absolutely um
1: right but we all need inspiration input things that help us de-stress, we need the tools. It, does, it just does not happen. I mean, look, you even mentioned when you, know, you were working, you had your piano, yeah. you had a piano in your office. Um, I don't yeah. think people realize that enough that to really be successful on all levels, it's not only a team of people, but you have your, your things, your go-to, you have your tools, you yeah. have, um, right? What nurtures you, nourishes you, and inspires you. What helps you open up. What helps you process or release. That that just becomes. Yeah. Part of your life, right?
2: I mean, if you think about the, some of the greatest achievers, you know, in human history, um, you know, we talk about them not just as having passion. Um, and drive and ambition, but we we, we sometimes use this term like they have a fire in the belly that something is just pushing them to such a degree, right? It's like this furnace deep inside them Mm -hmm. that is roaring and giving them the energy and drive to move forward in that pursuit, uh, even against all odds and adversity, right? You just hear story after story like this. And if we think about that, fire in the belly, that furnace. Well, it's, you know, energy is finite, right? It it, it doesn't just Mm -hmm. get created out of nowhere. We're not perpetual motion machines. Where is the energy coming from?
0: Mm. What is the
2: source of that energy? Um, And so it will last for a while on its own, but we're talking about pursuits that are not a week long. They're they're years long potentially. So what's going to carry you through for For months or years of a project or a pursuit, um, even if it's – by the way, this is not just about a business thing. What about parenting? We're talking about an 18-year at least, right, an 18-year push. What's going to drive you to be the best parent you can be, right, Uh, day in and day out, right, where there's no – vacation from it, right? I mean, it's all the time. Yeah, And and everyone has the intention when they, certainly when they have a kid or think about having a kid, that they want to be the best parent they could be, right? And then they have the kids, then life happens, and they do their best, right? Like, you know, we we do our best, and you have on days, off days. But what if, you know, you can have more on days than off days? And what's going to fuel that furnace? So we have to go back to practices, rituals that can maintain that fire. And that's, you know, that's why I, I do, as my own personal practice, and that's why I created for others this mind travel experience, because unless you pause, take a break, um, take a step back and reflect and refuel, um, you, you'll just burn out. You'll just burn out. Yeah. And so that's what it takes. And, um, and that's the purpose, you know, for this, to keep us, you know, driving forward, you know, fiercely.
1: Boy, so that's a real. I hope people are really hearing you right now because um, there's a lot of creative energy right now, and you have to manage it. Mm-hmm. It's it's you can you could work 24 seven. You know, eight out. You know, sixteen, seventeen, yeah. eighteen hours. There's this real drive and push. A lot of people are feeling that. But you're right. You have to fill back up. You have to have the pause. You have to have the I like what you said. Yeah. The ritual rituals or routines. Um, That's right.
2: It, it, it has to be a ritualized and a maintenance um, mentality. It's, you know, just in the same way that you take your, you know, you take your car in every whatever it is, six months, a year, to get checked in. The human body, the human mind need maintenance. And, you know, we're more complex than a car, right? So we need more than once a year. We need something regularly, whether it's weekly or daily And they could be so short, Michelle. You know, people think, oh, it has to be a whole thing. I have to take two hours out of my day. No, it could be as short as even five minutes. Even one minute a day, you'd be surprised, can transform you. So, you know, that's why I create all kinds of formats. We even have these mind travel moments um, that are, you know, several minutes long. It just is enough to help you tap into that place inside that is the truest version of you because in the day in and day out slog of life, right? We just get bombarded with all kinds of things at work, at home, you know, you name it. And we come back at the end of the day and we're like, holy moly, like right? it's just been a lot. And, and then we're tempted to just want to distract ourselves or turn the TV on, you know, play some games, you know, video games, whatever it is that people do. Um, have a drink, you know. There's all kinds of things people do to just like I just want to take my mind off of it, and right. you know that that is only going to get you so far because then the game continues tomorrow. So um, you're not really refueling during those moments. Um, you're not adding, maybe you're oh, not ooh, adding co- more point. to it. You're not loading up on it, but you're not you're not really undoing it. And unless we feel the emotion out of us, whether it's stress, anxiety, worry, all kinds of fears, um, or just the, you know, I had just terrible traffic, and I just want to, you know, really feel that through. But if we're not feeling it, then it's, it's going to sit there in some way, and it's going to amount, you know, it's going it's to build up as tension, as stress, as body aches, as pains, as, you know, we somatically you know, translate stress, right, in, through our body, so... you you might get headaches all of a sudden you can all kinds of stuff can happen if they're not uh, if we're not proactively managing the emotions and stress of life um and so it's not about how much we work but how smart we work and i think you know quarantine and covid has really taught us that we don't have to sit in the office for 10 hours a day we can be smart with our time we can take a break every you know so often during the day and go for a 20 minute walk 30 minute walk right but what if I'm not now, right. I'm not going for a walk, but I'm putting on this really powerful music and guided meditation, and now I'm leveraging that time? So it's not just time, but how you're using the time, and you can how have you the same use amount of time, time. go so much further.
1: How you use the time. That's a good point, how you do, Murray. That's right. Yeah. It's no, not just having all the extra time, but what people are, do, are doing with it.
2: Exactly. You, you can take a, a, you know, a five minute break or a 20 minute break in your day and you can either just, you know, like just sit back and do nothing. Turn the TV on, see what's on the news um, or your favorite show. Uh, you can scroll through social media. Right. And you're taking a break. Right. Um, or
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can, you know, go, go find nature, you know, jump in your car, go for a walk, go sit in nature, put on this music, listen to a meditation, you know, go deep within and open up something new, and come back. You know, not just refreshed, but like really driven to continue. You know, the drive forward, move that ball down the field. You know,
1: that, that's that's
2: that's what we want.
0: Yeah,
1: and your meditation. I mean, they're they're perfect for that. You know, they're um, they're a good they're a good ritual to bring into people's routine and make it part of their life, especially now when so much is, there is so much open. It's like we're creating, I feel the template, you know, the, the foundation of of what's to come. How are we going to live? Mm-hmm. And I love what you said too, about the choice, you know, about the time. It's like you have the mm-hmm. time, what are you going to do? What, you know, what are you yeah. essentially filling your time up with?
2: That's right. And, you know, there's a, you know, a, a, Many people have the feedback, and, you know, I hear it all the time, and I'm sure you hear it, uh, people who say, look, I I just have so much responsibility. I have so much going on. I have my job. I have to Zoom every day all the time for my job. I have, you know, my kids. I have to take care of chores. I have errands. I got a million things. I I just don't have the time to meditate, to uh, go for a walk to listen to music. I just don't have the time for it. You know, I just too much going on. And I, I want to be responsible. I want to be responsible. You hear that all the time. And, you know, and, 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 and by the way, reasonably, they're right. They probably mm-hmm. are, you know, they do have so much going on and they do. And, and their intention is good. They want to be a responsible person, taking care of all these mm-hmm. things and doing right by the people around them, their, their loved ones, their colleagues. So I totally get that. At the same time, we just, as we just discussed, that will burn out. And that yeah. stress will accumulate. And, and some people can bear it longer than others, but it will have mm-hmm. a breaking point. And if, even if we can hold it together on the outside, the inside will start to um, crumble. And yeah. so th- that's what happens. And then there's just this breaking point. Um, And so we want to avoid that. And so it's not about finding the time, because you will never find the time. And, like, I want to repeat that. If you're looking for the time, you will never find the time, because because our days, you know, think of it like um, a, a suitcase that you're, you know, using to go on vacation with. No matter what size suitcase, Michelle, I give you, you will fill it up for the trip, no matter how long the trip. If I give you a small suitcase, right, you'll fill it up. If I (laughs) give you a medium suitcase, you'll find a way to fill it up because there's room. If I give you a large suitcase, ah, you know what, you'll take that extra jacket, that sweater, that'll fill it (laughs) up because who knows, you may need it. Extra pair of shoes, who knows what we'll be doing, right? So we just will fill up the suitcase no matter what. And our days, Michelle, are just like that, right? You have the time, you'll fill it up with the stuff that needs to go in it, you know, that, that you think needs to go in it. So instead of finding the time, thinking of it as, where can I find the time? We have to actively make the time. It has to I be like prioritized. That. And we must make it and not find it. It's nowhere to be found. It will ne- you will never find it. You can look around the room, yeah. you'll never find it. You have to manufacture it. You have to make it. You have to clearly make it. It's just like, you know, working out is a similar thing, right? Um, yes, sure, we're all so true. busy, time to go to the gym. We, we all say that. But those who understand how much benefit it has to move your body, to physically engage, to elevate your heart rate, to have that mind-body connection, right? You know how good you feel afterwards. So you prioritize it. And people who get that make the time. They make the time to do their workout, to go for their run. No, some days okay, you're busier than others, so you shorten the workout. Okay, fine. But you're doing something. You're moving your body. Love it. So just like we move our body, I'm I'm talking about moving our mind. Right? We want to move Mm -hmm. our body and move
1: our mind. Love it. Oh Mary, this has been so wonderful to have you on the program. Um, I love what you're sharing, and I've actually done the mind travel as well, and um, I really do uh, love it and find it a benefit. Um, I think you've given some great information and insight. I think that people can go, start looking at things differently and go, you know what, I can make this a priority, make myself a priority, and add this into my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you so much for being on the program. Come back anytime.
2: My pleasure. Look, ultimately, we're all looking for more joy in our life, right? And so that takes a practice. That takes some effort. It just doesn't happen on its own. Um, So these practices can really do it, can really open something up. So I invite everybody into that. So thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks, Marie. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Oh, my gosh. It so fits in with what we were talking about earlier. Perfect for getting those mind shifts, that you have new insight coming in, influences, or maybe you need to rest and restore, you know, because it's like if you're overloaded, it's like you can only put so much water in a pitcher or lemonade. Something has to be poured out. Um Anyway, that was Murray Hideri, the creator of Mind Travel, which is an immersive meditative experience. You can find out more information by going to mindtravel.com. And if you want a little taste of it, try it out, especially some of you that called in. Um, this answers or will help you, a positive influence. Um, you can go to mindtravel.com, put your email, and I believe it's a half an hour uh, meditation session you'll get. And then there's other music and meditations on his uh, website as well. Oh, I love tools like this, you guys. I really do. I use a lot of them. I'm a big person. I, have, I talk about it, positive triggers in my house, in my car, in my routine. So I um, hope that helped everyone and uh, gives you something that you can add to your soul path uh, program and ritual uh white killer lily yes thank you um also enjoy the rest of your week and everybody continue to shine your light show your oh yeah tammy positive triggers i talk about that all the time it's not just negative triggers we need those positive triggers in our life as well um so let's make this one of your positive triggers um Make my YouTube videos a positive trigger for you, too. <laughs> All right, everyone. Lots of love and light. Continue to shine your light. Share your insights. And, of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke. Can't woke. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com and keep awake.